All right, welcome back to Energizing Life with AKR Fitness. I'm Jace, Mike's here. Hello. Lindsay's here. Hello. Team's all here. Well, not all the team, but this team, <laughs> the podcast team. For now. How are you? Good. Yeah. In a good place. In Ready a good place? To... Yeah. Nothing coming over me. Nothing coming over you? No. Nope. Go on. No, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Normally you love sharing yeah, feelings well. and... We'll get into it. Well, I'll get it out of you. Mike, how are you? Yeah, no, fighting fit. Training's going well just now. Training's going well? Mm-hmm. Go on. Tell me more. Why's no, your training just, going well? What are you doing? Just just feeling good. A good routine in the training. It's a strange one, actually. You know, I had the luxury of being able to train here in the gym during the, the lockdowns. Ooh, don't mention that. Oh, no, no. no. Oh. And I did. I still, can, I still trained consistently throughout. But I felt, especially at the start of this year, I felt... I wasn't really getting anywhere with my training. And curiously, just, you know, when the gym opened, I didn't change my program, but I just feel like I'm responding better to my training now. It's just that one of those peculiar things about lockdown being yeah. being difficult. Mm-hmm. Just more can't, mentally can't draining. Couldn't put my finger on, on you know, what was, what was not right, but just, yeah, it's better now. Guess the energy's just back in the arch. Good say that, yeah. The energy's back in the arch. How's your training, Lindsay? Well, mine's just slightly different from Mike's. When we were in the lockdowns, I was... Um, twice I know, I'm sorry. Well, it's just different, <laughs> is it? I was pretty much taking all the, the live classes for our members online. So I was more hit, sort of jumping about, cardio... Cardio bunny. Cardio man. bunny. And coming back into the gym. I've been struggling to get back into weight training. It's 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 taking its time. What's the what's the struggle? What's, what do you feel? I think I'm, I'm finishing my shift and I'm feeling a little bit like, oh, I'll just go home. I could just do it at home now. Maybe the routine of doing it at home has yeah. taken over. Of course, of course. Yeah. I'll get back into it. Just keep jumping in with the, the coaches. We'll, we'll look after you. I know. Just I turn know. up. We'll, we'll do the rest. <laughs> what about you? Training. Yeah. Or life. Training. Or training. Yeah, training's going well. I'm yeah, fortunate enough to have a little home gym, so it's so all good with her. <laughs> just move in every day and... New equipment every day. New equipment every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Should apologise. Sorry. <laughs> every, every day. Is this a new parcel for you? No, no. Must be, <laughs> must be a different Jason. <laughs> Definitely not mine. Don't know where that came from. All right. Let's, let's get into episode two. If you listen to episode one, we gave our views and approach to behaviour change. We introduced our skill practices. I tried to introduce all of them. <laughs> I wanted to do the entire podcast season in one episode. I'm, uh, I was perhaps a little bit excited we came back for season two. But let's get into today. We're going to pick two of them. We're going protein and power down. And we're going to, we're going to dive, open them up and see what we can cr- crack out of it. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to pass it on so I'm not just talking. <laughs> right, prioritize protein. Mike, why do we prioritize protein? Why do we do it? Protein does a couple of things for us. does. First of all, it can help. What is a protein? What is a protein? Yeah, what is protein? You want to give me an example of protein-dense foods? Or are we talking chemistry? Or well, Let's not go too far into the, the, the makeup of it. Just well, a brief... It's, it's... So, okay, let's talk nutrition. We've got macronutrients and micronutrients. Micronutrients, micro meaning small is the vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients that are in food that contribute to our health. Macronutrients, meaning the big nutrients, 
refers to protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Yeah. All really important for us in our body. Historically, diet industry, fitness industry has liked to demonize a particular macronutrient, you know, for, for a long time, fat was bad. And then carbs got then it. And carbs got it. Protein has... Oh, has, has it's on the up. <laughs> has, ...has not actually got it. But it's now got a bit of the halo around it where you'll see, you know, you can now get protein Mars bars and protein Weetabix yeah, and, yeah. and protein added things. Added protein. And this is the food company. And added cost, man. Added cost. Yeah. <laughs> added protein, added cost. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's mad. Normal Mars bar, 50... Well, I don't know. I what, don't know what what the cost like. <laughs> Protein one, two pounds. But, yeah, I, I, I guess the... The fact that the food companies are latching onto it, they, they are doing so for a reason, and, and protein does have some important roles for us in the body. Yeah. And we encourage our members to prioritize protein because, first of all, it helps with muscle growth and repair. And we're not talking about, you know, turning into... Arnie. Arnie. <laughs> uh, Many know. people do think that. <laughs> yeah. But, but the muscle gives us the, the shape. So even if someone's looking to look slim and lean and toned, it's the muscle and it's, it's the protein that helps with that. And another important one, again, for people who are maybe trying to, to lose weight or to diet down, is protein is a more satiating food. It can help keep us full. A higher protein diet can help us help keep us more full than a diet that had less protein, which is important if someone is you know, limiting their calories in order to, to lose weight and things like that. So protein can help keep us full. It can help with muscle growth and repair. And there's a third effect that, that it has a higher, maybe I'm getting thermic, too... Thermic too, effect. Yeah, I, was, I don't know if I want to go down and get too complicated, <laughs> but the thermic effect of, of protein is a little bit higher. So the, the energy that your body consumes to, to burn the protein is higher. So it can help burn more calories that way. But that's, I guess, the main reasons why we encourage our members to prioritise protein. Yeah, it's a, a nice, nice start there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try to trip you up with a few of those <laughs> chemical questions. <that laughs> I played well. it well. <laughs> so what is it about prioritising protein that we ultimately ask our members to do? So the, the practice yeah. is about trying to eat a protein-dense food at some meals. And then last episode, we spoke about personalizing, personalizing the practice. <laughs> Personal, <yeah. laughs> and so essentially, we've got three levels in this one. Level one is try and eat a protein-dense food at one meal in your day. Level two is to try to eat protein-dense food at two meals in your day. And level three, at three meals in your day. So if someone's just getting started, start level one. If they've, you know, they've maybe got their, their lunch or their evening meal down, let's, let's see if we can get it in at two meals. And we're just trying to keep it simple. We're, we don't prescribe X amount of grams of protein or weighing or measuring protein. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We're just trying to keep it very simple. Eat a protein-dense food at one, two, or three meals a day. Yeah. I feel like a lot, a lot of people getting started with it might jump to, oh, I'll do three meals a day. And that's you taking that big step before even thinking about the baby steps. Yeah, maybe something you have to build upon. Mm -hmm. Like I think I said in episode one, it's, it seems to be slightly easier depending on, I think you said, the backgrounds and, and sort of lifestyle approaches. So for me, this is a really easy skill practice. It's just something I've always done. Like just 
I always have protein. I don't know if it's been in the fitness, indi fitness industry where, you know, protein shakes were all the things straight after a workout, about two seconds exactly after it. Otherwise, all everything's gone. That's a, that's a podcast for another day. How does, it, how does it work in your life, Mike? I would also say it's fairly straightforward. I, I think, you know, going back in uh, there is an element of, I guess it's a traditional meal, you know, you, you yeah. eat yeah. your meat and your veg, you know, mince and tatties and some vegetables on the side or something like that. So there, there is a part of it that might, we'd hope, feel normal for people. I think there's a, there's a, a downside where people go totally the, the other way with it and they're just trying to eat only protein or as yeah. much protein as possible. But we're just saying eat a protein-dense food or a serving of protein at each meal. Um, and, and again, that's not hard and fast definition. But if you're thinking, right, here's my lunch. Okay, where's the, where's the protein where's on my plate? Protein. Being mindful of what's on the plate or even if you're on the go and, you know, jumping into a shop, a lot of our members have said themselves that they'll just pick up a sandwich and not really think about it. But even when you're doing that, you can still prioritise when you're going into a convenience store, if you like. Got a few tips for us? Yeah, I think, well, for me, I don't go directly to the the sandwich counter. I'll go and have a look at, you know, around the side. Usually you walk in, the sandwich counter's right there. So I'll go around the side and you'll maybe find, like, a little thing of prawns, sushi, anything like that um, that, yeah... Prioritizes it for me. Cooked chicken and cooked yeah. ham and things. I think it's worth chatting about the idea of a of a balanced meal or a ban balanced plate at this yeah. point as well. Because if you're if you've got your your meal, okay, I know it's not always not everyone's always eating out off of a plate as such. But if you've got your meal, it's like where's the protein, where's the veg, and where's the carbs, and a little bit of fat as mm -hmm. well maybe. And I think that's. If, if people can do that and just at each meal say, okay, where, is this a balanced one? Then, you know, you'll by default begin to think, okay, the protein needs to be a part of it. I think going just back a few years, like living with your parents or whatever, and they'll serve up the meal for you. It always seemed to be that the carbs would go on the plate first and yeah. that would overwhelm the plate. And then recently i'm like well no why why am i putting that on first let's put the protein on the plate first and then build around that i think that's a good sort of way to look at it absolutely i, I know on on that speaking about like unbalanced meals i remember a time it was my first job out of uni and i guess it was before before i got into this but it was a period where i was beginning to struggle with my eating habits and i would I would have porridge in the morning at, at work. I'd go in early, cook it in the microwave, and then I would take fruit with me and I would, I would maybe have like four or five bits of fruit a couple hours later, um, at least three anyway. <laughs> and then I, I would work a split shift, so I would go home. And this time, at that time, I was living at home. And, you know, my mum would have maybe made some sort of big pasta meal or something and, and put, put it in the fridge. So I would go home and eat, you know, and still be ravenous and eat this massive pasta meal and then I'd be so full and be like, ah, oh, I can't face going to the gym now, I'm so full. And, you know, I went down some quirky and weird and wonderful paths with my diet at that time. But one of the changes that I did make that was positive was begin to eat more protein. So I, I just, I felt like I couldn't fill myself up and, mm -hmm. until I was just so full that I couldn't move. Yeah. And just, just changing that and getting a bit more protein in in the morning and at my lunchtime made such a difference at that time. And I would say protein at breakfast is is something that I think people do struggle with a little bit 
more, mm-hmm. especially when when there's the time constraints in the morning. Yeah. So, what what kind of protein did you did you use to buff up those meals? At that at that time, <laughs> I did some crazy things back in the day. No, at, at that time, I, I like I literally started cooking like chicken chicken thigh fillets like the night before and having that for breakfast and stuff like I was just trying all sorts of different things and I was like wow I, I can have that and you know I could have like a chicken salad in the morning and be like ah what a difference I feel I feel so much better again I, I was I was I was going down like a, a weird path of this quirky diet that I don't even want to mention in case people want Ch- to go chicken go thigh salads <laughs> in the morning that's <laughs> But the funny thing is, there's there's nothing there's wrong. Nothing with wrong. That. And, no. and so when I went traveling in Latin America, you know, you'll find like what what people have for breakfast, like what we think is normal for breakfast, is just conditioned a lot of the time. Very. Like I, I, you know, you go to in Central America, they have they have rice and beans with, with every meal. Uh, you know, Asia I, I, as I, well, I, it's always rice and fish with yeah, every meal. <laughs> a typical breakfast, and and they literally called it a desayuno típico in some of these Latin American countries. That where you just like it feels like a a lunch or an evening meal. I remember being in the the old town in Panama City, walking through the markets in the morning, and and got this big chicken soup for my breakfast. It was like literally a big joint of chicken, in in a vegetable soup, and like no one thought that was no one bad in either. So totally. I'm not saying I do like I do have porridge now for breakfast, yeah. but you know there's no rules sometimes. And your porridge scoop of protein though. I do, and that, that's yeah. that's one the it's a, it's a, a habit and a routine for me. Just protein powder, I guess. We maybe, we maybe should talk about protein powder as well because I know that people often have yeah. have questions about that. Yeah, there's there's various protein powders. In fact, there's more than various protein powders now. I think the main ones are your whey protein and casein protein, which, you know, whey protein is your run-of-the-mill protein that most people use. It's a quick digestion, quick digestion, quick digestion. And then you've got casein, which is a longer, slower-releasing protein, tend to be used at nighttime. I think people get into this idea, though, like, oh, I'm not going to gym, I shouldn't have protein, or I'm go- it's like it's, it's a gym thing. Uh-huh. And I, I tend to just look at whey protein as... Food, so Supplement. chicken breast, you know, turkey, mm. mince, whey protein. It's just another food stuff. It's, it's I'll I use it if I know that I'm not going to be able to eat like the chicken or the sausages or yeah. whatever throughout the day. I'll put a scoop in a shake or a scoop in my protein if I know that I'm not managing the rest of the day to get those numbers. How how is actually prioritizing protein for you in your in your life? Um, for me, I go through phases with it. To okay. be honest, like at the moment. I've, I can't remember the last time I ate red meat. Okay. So I've been like substituting with corn and things like that. But yeah, I, again, three phases. When I'm, say, on the bus bench, if you like, I'll track everything. I'll make sure I get the amount of protein that I need in with every meal. But when I'm sort of just cruising through, I'll prioritise it, but it won't be... Be a different a, level. Yeah, a totally different level. Like I know in the morning I'll either have my eggs or my porridge or my protein. And at lunchtime... It was probably going to be leftovers from the night before. And always if I am snacking, it'll be like a yogurt with added protein or a protein bar, if yeah. you like. Okay. But yeah, it, unlike you guys, I think I'm just a, a, probably a step back from that. Yeah. I think for, for most people, if we're talking about our members, if they, 
as I said, we, we like to keep things simple. Mm-hmm. And if they're if they're getting a, a dense source of protein at each meal yeah. or most meals, they're doing well. And we've got a we've actually got a guide on our our members portal where they, they can download and it goes into different like protein types. You know, you said red meat. A lot of people don't eat red meat. We've got meat version, fish version, version, vegan, mm-hmm. vegetarian versions. You know, it's not it's not a meat diet or anything like that. It's just like where's the protein in my meal, and that yeah. could be lentils and pulses and Mm-hmm. fish and other things all right do we have any tips that we can give the listeners and the viewers on youtube uh, youtube <laughs> that we can what was i saying tips. Right, do we have any tips, tips. That we can give them <laughs> well we say our, our approach is a two-step you know when, when we work on this skills practice so we focus on this for two weeks at a time yeah step one choose your level so i'm a i'm a like if you're just starting pick level one and just focus on one meal at a time once you've got that meal organized you know maybe focus focus on your evening meal if that's an easy one or again going back to the habit make it easy yeah and then and then step two is organize yourself because it's not going to happen on its own so what am i going to eat where's that food coming from do i need what am i going to have with it do i so do i need to do the food shop do i need recipes you know where does it look like or you know for me at breakfast is that a case of buying some protein powder and putting a scoop in your porridge in the morning that done that Mm -hmm. could be that simple that simple. <laughs> I think for me, even just having easy protein elements in the cupboard. Yeah. So um, tuna, for instance, is just a go-to quick, easy, or uh, baby bells. I love a baby oh. bell. Yeah. Do you like a baby bell? Yeah, I do. So I have them in the fridge pretty much all the time. And then a stack of protein yogurts. So it's just easy grab. You yeah. know, you're getting it. Taking the box. Take so bre- breakfast? Breakfast, I'll have um, a bagel with eggs. And a baby bell and spinach. And your second breakfast? Is, today it was protein, uh, protein, <laughs> scoop of protein in porridge with some galaxy counters. <laughs> what do you do for breakfast, Jace? <laughs> breakfast? Um, it's a bit of a weird one. I kind of, I found this new protein water stuff, so it's like protein shake, but it's in a juice form rather than a milkshake form. And I kind of just sip that throughout the morning. I don't, I'm not a big, big eater in the morning, mm. just find it makes me gag and a little bit sicky. So I don't really eat that much in the morning. But when I get to my first breakfast, for, for <laughs> that, then we're talking breakfast. <laughs> I am a big, big oats fan, but I like, I like accessorizing it. And so you have that a little <clears throat> later on? A little bit later, yeah. I just, don't know why, it's something about that first meal. I just can't, can't do it. I've tried, tried, I've tried mm-hmm. all things. Steak and nuts, turkey, eggs. <laughs> tried all those first thing in the morning, but it's just, can't do it they just have to drink water and and hope for the best but yeah what about protein at lunch then Lindsay? mine is leftovers or a quick tuna salad it's as simple as that Something leftovers easy. from the night before so so if i make a big meal at night let it be a bolognese um y- yesterday i made a pesto corn pieces surprise i say surprise all the time because it doesn't whatever i've got in the fridge i just throw it in <laughs> So I don't know how it's going to taste when it comes out. So I don't really follow recipes. Lindsay's recipe book. Everything is a surprise. <laughs> Everything is a surprise. Whatever's left over. Some oh, Lindsay up. Nice. <laughs> a few spices here. Never surprise. measure anything. So yeah. What's in it? I don't I know. I have no idea. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> yeah. No, for me, I, I like similar. So I'm fortunate. Um, Amanda does most of the cooking at home. So leftovers are, are, a, are a thing for lunch. Easy one I, I like is turkey sausages. Um, 
slightly slightly better macros, if you will. You know, yeah. less less fat, less calories than than pork sausages. Uh, another one I like is a frittata, Oof. which is a one pan number where where I, I stick vegetables in the pan, three eggs whatever other protein I might have in the fridge. Sounds like a frittata surprise. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> See, it works. If Lindsay had the naming rights, then, then that's what it would be, yeah. So, yeah, but literally it's... See, when I lived in my own, almost every meal was a frittata because it was one pan. I could have my balanced meals by chucking in the veg, the um, the eggs, maybe if I've got cheese or ham or chicken or something else in, in yeah. the fridge, stick surprise. that in. Surprise. And then for the carbs... I just put that in a wrap and I roll it up in a wrap and, and eat everything it. Everything in a wrap. It's covered. Yeah. I shout out to Coach Adam who eats everything in a wrap. <laughs> in wrap form. In wrap form. Can I put it in a wrap? Of course you can, Adam. Go for it. And then I guess evening meals, for most people, they're a little bit easier, are they? Slightly, yeah. People I, are more likely to have a grown-up meal at night time. Yeah, an adult meal. <laughs> and then the kids' leftovers. <laughs> most of my evening meals are slow-cooked meals, so it's, but it always starts with the protein in first, then you surround it with your whatever you surround mm. it with surprise stuff <laughs> even though like I, I know like people beat themselves up if they don't have an adult meal but like even beans on toast with some spinach I think beans on toast is a, a complete protein I don't want to go into complete proteins and stuff but I'm pretty sure it's a complete protein yeah, but also a balanced meal yeah. if, if you have beans on toast with some spinach on the side or something like and that and some cheese so yeah <laughs> a, wee, a wee bit of butter on your toast though mm. Ch- cheesy beanos yum cheesy beanos <laughs> I'm getting hungry <laughs> All right, let's, before everyone starts pausing and going for some lunch or some extra snacks, let's move on to the next one, powering down. Why do we power down? What is it? What do we need it for? You can answer just one of those questions or all three. <laughs> Anybody go, Mike. Throw wow. in, pow. Sleep is, is crucial, so... It's, it's ideal, really. Sleep, we, we need to sleep. Sleep helps us feel energised the next day, and also talking about food has a really important effect on regulating our our appetite our cravings for food and things like that decision making yeah Mm -hmm. so sleep's really important i think a lot of people don't offer it the respect that it requires or deserves or needs and so this practice we call it power down which is just about winding down at the end of the day it could it could be that it could be having a set bedtime routine it could be literally powering down screens you know, turning mm-hmm. off the phone and the laptop and things like that, but giving yourself a better chance of sleeping well and waking restored. Sleeping's for when you're dead, though, is it not? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll be dead quicker if you don't sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the, that's, that's the, the why. We spoke about having levels in the last, in the protein. Do we have levels for... We don't have levels with this one because it was a bit harder to come up with with level. We maybe did at one point have different bedtimes I or something. So. I, do, I don't know. But now now it's kind of like, well, number one, stage one is pick something that's going to work for you. So it could be a set bedtime. It could be like having a bedtime routine, like going going for a walk or, you know, reading a book or make up, decide upon your routine. What What is powering down look like for you? And then level two is when <laughs> very simple but i think that's the bit that people miss because the when is the cue when we're t- yeah. speaking about the habit loop if i know at i'm gonna embarrass myself here if if at like 8 15 or half past eight that's when i start like okay i need to go 
run pl- my bath and pl- then plan my day, <laughs> clean my teeth. Like I like to get in into bed before nine because I get up early in the morning. And I guess for so long, that's that's it's when you're when habit. you're coach. That's yeah. that's what you do. So, um, do you keep that routine seven days a week? Uh, I'm not strict with it seven days a week. You know, a weekend I might step a bit later, but. Often, again, especially over this past year when there's not been much social things going on, I think, like, body likes routine. I think it's make a big impact on most people's lives if they can generally go to bed and get up at the same time every day. Not, again, not in that sort of perfectionist mindset, but generally, you know, function and fare better that way. Wake cycle is definitely important. I've found that out over the years. Go on, tell me more about it. Go on, yeah. For an example, I think when working in previous gyms, your shift pattern would be all over the place. So you would finish, say, half past 10 at night and you'd be getting up at five the next day, but then... Late to an early, that's Late to an early, late to an early, that's called. We all know them. Um, Horrible. But then you might be off for two days and you would lose that routine. You'll go a bit, bit to bed like three hours later than you would normally. And it was just all over the place. You would never really feel fully energised yeah, after even, a sleep. Even that, you might have a week of earlies and a week yeah, of late. Yeah, so it's, it's just all over the yeah. place. Um, so I, recently, obviously, from when I've come back and working here pretty much with the same routine, it's so important that I'm going to my bed at the same time, waking up. And even at the weekend, I'll find myself, even if I don't set an alarm, it's going to be half an hour more than I would. <laughs> yeah. Totally natural. But that's okay because when I wake up, I feel like I'm ready to go. You know, yeah. I could maybe lay in bed for a little bit longer, but I'm awake. And I think yeah. it also helps manage your eating patterns as well. Oh, have you ever tried to make a salad when you're tired? <laughs> it is impossible. What? The easiest thing to do when you're tired is pick up a phone <laughs> and oh, phone Domino's. No, you go now. I like trying to make a. a a better decision for yourself mm-hmm. when you're tired and demoted and lacking energy is mm-hmm. is hard. I must say, you know, on on routines and that, totally understand. You know, some people have kids, some people do work shift patterns and Night things shift. like that. And so that comes into the bit we touched on before about okay, what is in un, what is under your control with regards mm-hmm. to powering down? Because you could probably still maybe you're, you're you don't have a consistent sleep wake cycle, but you could probably still have the same the same routine like it's like an athlete getting ready to perform typically they have the same you know i remember hearing andy murray always played the same the same track before he stepped out on court play tennis because it gets him in the zone and we can do similar things with with winding down and that's that's the point of it it's like what parts can you control to give yourself the best chance of getting a good night's sleep mm-hmm. would you mind sharing what powering down looks a bit like to you no, I wouldn't mind sharing. Um, <laughs> what is it? I could have gone either way. Yes, I yeah, would I mind. Lindsay? <laughs> what, is it, what does it look like? So I usually like to, I've got like a week planner. I usually like to just outline what's happening the next day. Put, uh, decide on what my priority task for the morning is. So what little piece of work I'm going to work on as soon as, as, soon as I get up. Do Usually do the dishes. I said Amanda does most of the cooking. I tend to do the dishes and good man give and take wind and down take. i'll have a i'll have a cup of tea which is, is like a chamomile or a nighttime tea i just I quite like that and when i go to my bed the key key thing for me is to not have my phone with me so i've gone through phases where i've gone a bad routine where you know 
lying in bed scrolling and the key thing is just putting the phone at the other side of the room out of sight out of mind <laughs> yeah and and picking up a book instead mm. i can i can sometimes read like one or two pages and then i'm done and so that that's that's the thing and and for me giving yourself more time than you think you need to to get ready and get yourself to bed is a key thing so i'll i'll start like i said maybe half eight quarter past eight even and then i'll get to bed hopefully before nine start reading and that's me thank you thanks for sharing <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, do you have a powering down routine i do i actually added something to it recently which was the timeout for apps on my phone so you can go into it individually and put a timer on oh, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. ones that you want to do so every night at nine o'clock like Instagram goes off, WhatsApp, and it kind of goes into sleep mode yeah. instantly, even if I'm not in bed. So if that comes on, like, don't get me wrong, sometimes you're scrolling and it comes on, you think, ah, I'm okay, I can go. But the majority of the time, I will, I'll put it down. And then, so that's been added recently. But for me, it's it starts with taking Mila out one last time. Mila the Boston Terrier, if you don't know already. So I'll take her out one last time, come back in, she's all settled. Then it's basic... Teeth, face, toilet, jammies, straight into bed. The book's there, the phone's on timeout, and I make sure I'm in bed before half past nine. Pushing, 20 to 10. Ooh. Pushing. But yeah, I'll start that from like quarter to nine. Mm-hmm. So not as early as my No, <laughs> not as well. Well, it depends. If we're working here, I won't get home till quarter course, to nine. Yeah. And then... So there'll be a little bit later on some of those nights. It's funny that because I remember speaking to, you know, people I've trained over the years when they work late. You know, I'd be like, what, you know, what time are you going to your bed? Oh, well, you know, I get home late from work. And so, but then I want to sit and watch telly to have that wind, like that decompression time for myself. That fake and relaxation. That, <laughs> yeah, that, and that's, yeah, that's what I call it. Because I remember for the longest time, you know, I'd be here literally from 5.45 in the morning till I get home at 8.45 at night. There'd be a plate of food for me, which I would eat and then go immediately to bed yeah. Yeah. because I knew, like, I think that's what's helped me, and it sounds similar for you, is to get into that good sleep routine is the pressure is that you've got to yeah. because if you're getting up at five or quarter to five or quarter past five, like... There's no way I want to... Just ask yourself, how do you want to feel in the morning? Yeah, exactly. definitely. Exactly. Oh. So I, I, I never, like, I, I'd never go home from here and put on the telly and, and watch, watch something in those days. Like, schedule's a little bit different now, maybe, but I think that's I what, would never what you're do touching that. Like, on. that's not even... A th- on a, um, I think, on a Monday night, I'm off on a Tuesday morning, so I might put it on on a Monday night and stay awake maybe an hour later. Oh. But there's absolutely no way that I would go home and put the TV on knowing that I was getting up at 4.45 the next day. Mm. Like, it's just part it's, of my routine. Yeah, it's, it's, I think Jason said, it's like, how do, how do you want to feel yeah. in the morning? How about you then, Jason? I think I'm, I don't want to say I'm one of the fortunate ones who can kind of cruise a little bit on this. But having a sleep routine or a power down routine is something I've literally always done. I brush my teeth and then I do some mobility work and I've kind of done this for since I was a teenager and I just made sure I could I think it was always I wanted to I always wanted to be able to touch my toes I thought if I could do that I would be a sign of good flexibility and I'd, I'd work on that every night and then I would I'd read and go to, go to bed I'd try and read scientific papers because they just <laughs> yeah. put me out 
But lately I've been reading a lot more just fiction-y, random things. Things that just take my mind away and let me wander and then helps me switch off. But so, yeah, the, the power, power down routine is fairly solid in, in, my, in my life. You've not added something recently, though? Have I? I think so. Is it not like some sort of CBD oil? <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've tried. I've tried different supplements mm -hmm. and I, I've tried like zinc, magnesium. Currently, I'm trying CBD oil. It's, it's I don't know if it's placebo or if it's <laughs> actually working, but I pay for it, so it's definitely working. <laughs> <laughs> and I do find I actually don't wake up in the middle of the night, but I also experiment a lot with taping my mouth shut it doesn't really work that well because I have a beard and I end up with it tape everywhere. But yeah, I just, you know, I try not to take things to my bed with me. Like I don't have a TV in my bedroom. I don't have, like my phone and stuff isn't in the bedroom. I have my watch for my alarm, but my watch is on a shutdown mode. So I can't, I can't just flick it around and look at it. It's, it's off all the time, basically. Yeah, it's... it's do you know what? It's like the basics, like what we're talking globally with health and fitness we can talk about and sleep and yeah i guess i want to give a shout out to we had a guy chris bundell on during the lockdown did a, a little webinar for our members and touched on some of the basics so sleep's the sort of thing where like people might say oh i'm really really struggling it's like well hold on are, are you going to your bed at a decent time where are you at with caffeine and one mm -hmm. thing that chris had said was switch to decaf or don't have caffeine in that afternoon because it makes such a big impact 2 p.m for me yeah <laughs> Anything after 2 p.m., I'm up. Yeah. Um, the environment, so is your room dark? Is it cool? Mm -hmm. If not, can you have, like, I actually have a sleep mask that I, that I use as well sometimes. Even when the room is dark, sometimes, it, again, it's part, puts me into that, that right zone or right state. One thing you said at the start is making sure that you know what's coming the next day, so it's all out of your head. Like having a list of what's to come or or reflecting on your day that you've just had so you're shutting that off you're thinking for tomorrow it's all written down so you can just definitely go. i think right. getting i think that's a big thing for people you know there's there's all these memes on the internet you know it's like oh i'm so tired and then i put my head in the pillow and then suddenly brain's like yeah. hello <laughs> have you thought about this what about all these things you need to do and like you said lens if 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 people can journal or write or plan or just download all that crap out of their head mm -hmm. before they go so they don't need to remember it. Mike, you sound like you have a very solid sleep routine. What happens to it when we go away in courses together? What because happens to it? <laughs> <laughs> you love just putting the TV on and keeping that's, me awake. That's, that, that is the weird thing, oh actually. God. Calling me out. Oh, yes. <laughs> calling me out. Yes. No, that it's is, usually Simpsons. <laughs> that, is the, that is the weird thing, because often when I do go away on like a seminar or something like that, and you stay in a hotel and there's always a TV, for some reason, I don't know if it's just the novelty or the fact that it feels like I'm on holiday. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put the TV on and, and skim and, and be watching like and some... I'm, turn it off! Be watching Con Air or something like that <laughs> at two in the morning. Oh, it's weird. Wild. I, I think remember. It's, I think it's that, like, um, it's a part of that um, rebellion from routine, you know? Yeah. I think it, I think if someone's routine is strict like that, mm -hmm. there, there are that times where they just need to rebel a bit from That's it. when you need a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always remember one time going on a course with Mike and we were sharing a room. Have you seen this Friends episode? Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Have you seen this Friends episode? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, for about an hour. <laughs> Mike, we need to shut up. <laughs> We've got to get up early. Oh, <laughs> man. I think that's a great place to wrap yeah. this up. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Before it goes on any further. 
All right, folks, thank you so much for listening. Remember, please give us a, a review, a rating, a share it with a friend if you think this would be helpful for them. We're also on YouTube. And if you've actually got any questions for us, it's podcast at... Energizing Life Together. No, no. 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 that's not, <laughs> not how you email us. Podcast at akrfitness.com. There you go. I was away somewhere else there. Yeah, my was hashtag. Ah, oh, yes. Energizing there Life Together. There you go. Together. Hashtag Energizing Life Together. All right, we'll see you on the episode three where we're going to pick another two habits and get stuck into those. Or skills. Get stuck into those skills. All right, see you then. <laughs>